tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high-quality and Torytainment for you. Hey everybody, the European 2023 tour is just around the corner and we want to talk about it. Tori's added some exciting new cities to the mix and just for fun, she shuffled the order of the old cities. So now we got to replan, regroup, and yes, re-record. It's a brand new year, a brand new season, and a brand new era of tour all night. From ocean to ocean, to ocean to ocean too, we're your guide to everything tour. I'm ready to start. Happy to welcome to the show Michaela Benzin. She's our tour guide today for Hamburg. Hi, Michaela. Hello, everyone. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. You know, I'm so excited to talk to everybody from Germany because it gives me an opportunity to practice my Deutsch. <laughs> I can't wait. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How was that? Michaela is here to talk to us about the concert on Wednesday, March 2nd. This has a day off on the day before, so I feel like we're going to be spending a lot of time here. So I want to start. The concert is actually taking place on April 18th, 2023, which is a Tuesday. There is still a day off before and no day off after. The next day is Frankfurt. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us your Tory story, how you discovered Tory, and how many shows you've seen. Yes, I kind of discovered Charis for the first time. I think it was when Conflict came out in, I guess it was 94. But then I lost track and I really got into Chori in the end of 97. Um, and then I like visited uh, my first concert on the Plug Tour. And I've been going ever since. <laughs> ever since, ever since. So you've been to every Hamburg show ever since? Uh, no, I started off because I live uh, near Berlin. So I started off with the um, Berlin shows uh, for a while. And then when I lived near Bremen and North Germany, I would go uh, and see her in 2001 and 2003 in Hamburg. That was back in another venue back then. And from 2009 on, I went to both Berlin and, and Hamburg. Because you're right outside Berlin. You live right outside Berlin, but you're our Hamburg expert. Yeah, I kind of uh, have my spots in Hamburg that I like and uh, some things I can recommend. It. Okay, yeah. great. great. Also, I love Hamburg because uh, the city has a nice flair. And yes, please talk about that. I love here. it. A nice flair. So have you ever met Tori? Have you talked to her? Yes, uh, actually, uh, I think in 2007, I went to the first meet and greet, or my first meet and greet, and also um, a few times in Hamburg, yes. And how was it? It was great. She's always so lovely. And the fun thing about Hamburg is she played, uh, I think it was in 2014, I requested Father Lucifer. I had requested it for ages, and back then she played it. That's amazing. Let's look at this set. Let's take a walk down memory lane. This set, look at this set. At the Leishhalle, right? Is that, am I saying yeah. that? 
right? Lysolus. 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 Yeah. She started with parasol. Here in my head, you got here in my head second. Horses. Oh, yeah. oh my God! It's already an amazing show. Northern Lad, Honey, a sort of fairy tale. Forest of Glass. My God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lizard Lounge was the Circle Game and Total Eclipse of the Heart. And then she played your request, Father Lucifer. Then Invisible Boy, Mother, I.I.E. in the springtime of his voodoo, and she ended with a cover. Wow, The Long and Winding Road. That's rare. Encore was Baker Baker, Cornflake Girl, Space Dog, and Hey Jupiter. Wow, what a good show. Didn't she also do Pancake at that show? She did Pancake in Hamburg in 2017. Okay, maybe that was the one I remembered. Yeah, Pancake with Ohio. That's yeah, great. Yeah, that was yeah, 2017. Yeah, but Forest of Glass was a highlight, obviously. And um, I had requested Father Lucifer, like, from my first meet and greet in 2007. And I bribed her before. I gave her a little um, mermaid tarot set. Oh, on the show in Berlin, but I didn't give it directly to her, but someone from her personal, from myself. And I wasn't sure if she got it. And I asked her in Hamburg if she got it, and she did. And she was happy about that. And I think that helped. <laughs> oh, great. Whatever it takes. This is what I say. Whatever it takes to get your request. <laughs> yeah. Let's go through the set in 2017, because this is also an amazing show. And it's very exciting to know that she does amazing shows in Hamburg. That means we're going to get an amazing show. Because in 2017, same venue, Leishhalle, IIE, Baker, Baker, right off the bat. Pancake, Pass the Mission, Graveyard into Donut Song, and Gold Dust. That's just the first half. Fake Muse Network was Gold Dust Woman, slash Tear in Your Hand, and Time. And then part two was Reindeer King, Fire on the Side, Flavor, Mm -hmm. Breakaway, Almost Rosie. Oh, my God. And then the encore was Northern Lad and Cloud Riders. Great show. Yeah. I think she has a thing for water themes in Hamburg. Um, I remember she did... I don't know which one before that was, um, but, but like Siren. Mm. I remember getting famous for Raincoat in Hamburg Ooh. at some show. Butterfly also. Butterfly, that was in 2009. She did Butterfly and Spark, which was great. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so this concert yeah. is on Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. The venue is the Leishhalle. And let me see if I can get this address right. Okay, I'm going to practice my Deutsch. Johannes Brahms Platz. Zwei, oh, how, oh no, Zwei, Zero. Dry Funf Funf Hamburg. Perfect. I don't right. know. I actually didn't check the postcode, but you, but the pronunciation was right. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, um, tell us a little bit about the venue first. So you've been there obviously multiple times. It's impossible to pronounce, but I hear it's because it's someone's last name. So tell us everything. Yes, it's incredibly beautiful. It's in contrast to the Temple Dome, which is very modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Berlin, it's very like traditional, ornamental like a very beautiful old venue it's not too big so i think you can see just fine one special thing is that all the rows of the seats there is no middle in between oh no so, so if you uh, want stage rush you have to get out early too because you have <laughs> unless you have to climb over benches on people <laughs> oh, which i'm happy to do <laughs> get out of my way <laughs> yes it's just um uh, go to the toilet early and yeah, yeah because it's, if you're in the middle it's hard to get out you have to plan a little bit ahead <laughs> those are my least favorite venues when there is no middle aisle or there's no like easy way out but i think in this particular case we have good seats on the on the side i think we were working to get on the side for exactly that reason i always prefer uh to sit on the left side so I can see her hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I prefer to sit on the right side so I can see her face, but not too far right where you're like piano head, you know, glittery folds. Yeah, if you just see the boozy and not her hands, I don't like that. I And also she, she will turn usually to, to play another piano or organ. So even if you're left, you, you'll see plenty of her face. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. 
Okay, so what's the venue surrounding area like? Is it safe? Is it like happening? Is it in a quiet part of town? Tell us about what Johannes Brahms Platz in Hamburg is like. Yes, uh, the the Brahms Platz itself, it's not very, it's just a place where some streets come together. There's uh, a, like a bigger road passing. It's the Gorsch Potwall, um, which is like a main road around the city center. What's interesting about the Brahms Platz, uh, apart from the lifestyle, it's the Brahms Control, which I would just say it's a little thing you can have a look at because of the architecture. It's right opposite of the of the lifestyle. And then on the other side, there's like a park, um, Planten und Blumen, mm. I recommend. And if you go uh, from Lifestyle into the quarter around, there's like Gänsemarkt there. You have some, yeah, well, cafes. It's more like a living area, I think, but also you have some restaurants there. And Hamburg as a town, what's the gay scene like? How are the gay clubs or the gay bars like? Are there any? Is there a gay part of town? Um, I'm not totally aware, but I did some research. Oh, on thank that. God. Thank you. Hamburg, in general, is, uh, is a harbor city, a traditional harbor city. And I think people in general are used like Berlin to multicultural influences. And because it's like the biggest harbor in, in Germany, where the Elbe is coming in from the North Sea. And so if you like a maritime feeling, you have that in Hamburg. It's famous for that. And I think, in general, humble people are very laid back, very relaxed. Great. Um, yeah, that should be just no problem. I love it. And the political climate is liberal, conservative? What are we working with here? I would say um, it tends to be on the liberal. Liberal side? Oh, great. Yes. Excellent. There is, uh, I looked it up. There is actually, like, the gay-friendly considered quarter is St. Georg, like St. George. St. Georg? St. Georg. Yes. Okay, great. That's where we're staying then. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, uh, near to the Hauptbahnhof, also to the main station. Excellent. And um, actually, it's like a gay road with restaurants and a bar, which is called Lange Reihe, meaning long row. They obviously have like gay friendly uh, or queer friendly bars and, and restaurants. One of them is called MNV. MNV. MNV or Gnosa. It's a, a, a coffee house, a beautiful coffee house, restaurant. And those are at the Lange Reihe in St. Georg. Excellent. Uh, also, there is uh, the Piccadilly, the oldest gay bar founded in 1958. Really? <laughs> yes. I think it's very plushy and old fashioned. And I heard. Uh, <laughs> When they founded it, they they had to peek uh, through the um, the hole and then let people in because back then it wasn't safe for them to let everyone in. And but now it's like uh, an open gay bar. I love it. I'm <laughs> that now I have to try that. That's the oldest gay bar in Germany or the oldest gay bar in Europe. I think in Hamburg. <laughs> oh, in, oh, just in Hamburg. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go. I'll still go. I love to see like gay history. So Longa Raya is the long road where there's going to be a lot of gay stuff to do. Yeah. Okay. Hamburg in general has like a quarter, uh, the Reeperbahn, uh-huh. St. Pauli and Reeperbahn, that is famous for like brothels, like a raunchy thing, but also it's a touristy thing. So people will go there for the flair of it, Got the it. raunchiness. And the, yeah. Okay, cool. So in your experience of Hamburg, what's the town going to be like on a Wednesday? I think around Leistale, it should be relatively quiet. Okay. Also, it's not like a high tourist season then. Yeah, the dead of winter. <laughs> yeah, I think there. I'm not sure if people go to Hamburg more in the winter month. I think usually they would more go like just before Christmas if they can do shopping. Mm-hmm. I think that's generally a low touristic month Got in it. Germany. What's the music art theater scene like? 
Hamburg is famous for musicals. Really? Yes. I saw my first musical ever in Hamburg, Cats. What did you think of Cats? I love Cats. Uh, uh, not, not the movie, but the... Yeah, the musical is yeah. way different, yeah. I love Cats. Um, that was my, like, my getting addicted to musicals. Uh, that was in Hamburg. <laughs> You're addicted to musicals? You love musicals? Uh, yeah, yeah. What's your favorite of all time? Is it still Cats? Yeah, it's among the top. Um, Wicked used to be a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. The German version uh, is running in Hamburg as well. I've come to love Hamilton, I think, for the, the wittiness of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And they are actually bringing Hamilton to Hamburg, I think, from September on. I, I cannot imagine how that's going to work with the translations. Um, I'm not sure I, I'm going to see it, but uh, I think I will probably watch it in London sometime again. Okay, fair. Yeah. What's the bond like? Is it going to be amazing? <laughs> that's what Manuel said. Like, I was so excited about this uh, train, but he was like, Ugh. <laughs> Yes, the thing is, I I live in a, uh, in a in the countryside, so I I need to use my car because there hardly is any trains here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not very familiar with them. But mm. I think going uh, from city to city, like the big cities, obviously, there should be no problem. Is it comfortable? Is it clean? Yes, I think they are. That sometimes they would have problems in high summer or in deep winter. Mm-hmm. Like it's the first winter, and we're not knowing winter is coming, mm-hmm. and let kind of the joke because um, every winter they experience some difficulties with the trains and delays and and then it's like the joke in Germany okay they didn't see that coming winter (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love the German sense of humor (laughs) and I also found out from Manuel in Munich that all the Deutsche Mark that I've been saving for my German class in high school are no longer I can no longer use them Oh no! It's fine. How it's like it? it's like five Deutsche Mark. <laughs> I just wanted to spend okay, it. Okay, no, okay, yeah, keep, keep it for nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. So the official currency is zero. You can't use your Deutsche Mark from high school. It's fine. It is fine. I was supposed to go on a German trip in high school that we I ended up not being able to go. So our Frau Lucini was her name, but our German teacher gave us each different Deutsche Mark so that we could like have you know just have currency when we're there. And I never got to spend it, <laughs> but it's somewhere <laughs> in a box. I don't know where it is. Okay. We've waited for a train. We've waited for the train delays. We've arrived on the Deutsche Bahn into Hamburg. We stopped off to see a musical. We saw the German version of Wicked right after we got off the train. Now we have to check into our hotel. Talk to us about hotels close to the venue. I actually don't know that. I'm I'm not staying. I always go back the night after. Oh, so you're close enough to drive back? Yes. Cool. Because I I will need to work the next day. Oh, okay. So I'll... Go back to near Berlin. Uh-huh. Um, well, I'm looking at the map and I see plenty of hotels. You can go to hotels.com and I will have a link there in our show notes, songsofterimus.com. I actually found that's what I looked up. I found a gay hotel. A gay hotel? Hotel Village. A little gay hotel in St. Georg run by two gays. <laughs> okay, great. Hold on. I'm looking this up. Nice location, uh, good reviews. I love it. I'm looking at it right now. It's so cute. Okay, the gay village <laughs> run by two gay guys <laughs> in Hamburg. Yeah. Oh, my also, God. Also, for, for the ladies there, Frauenhotel Hanseatin, uh, meaning like a woman's hotel if you're lesbian and you would like to stay away from men, <laughs> uh, women only. In planning all our travel, we've noticed a lot of like women-only hotels, which is not a thing, I don't think, here in the United States, and I support it. I wasn't sure if it was like a lesbian thing or if it was just like a woman thing. <laughs> just, just let me tell you, uh, as I go, I'm, I'm translating, the uh, Hotel Hanseatin is direct oppositely the concert house Lighthaler. Mm, and that's a female only? And it offers house <laughs> Oh, okay. I love that. 
I think that's really cool. I've never heard of that before until like planning this tour. So good for the ladies. <laughs> I wasn't aware of it too. It just uh, was listed on the on the gay friendly. <laughs> Great um, public transportation within Hamburg because we'll be there for at least two days. What's the public transportation within Hamburg like? The U-Bahn? Uh, it's actually quite good. Um, I haven't used it in in a while, but from the times I used it, it has also like like Berlin, very very good uh, wherever you go. Efficient. Yeah. Better than the Deutsche Bahn. Well, they're underground, so they they don't have to deal with snow. Oh <laughs> nice yeah. And snow traffic. Light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But usually they 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 were always very good. It's like the U-Bahn is uh, like in Berlin. It's it's uh, run efficiently. And I think I know the the uh, U-Bahn and the public transport in Berlin had had its problem in the last years. Uh, I think I've never heard something anything like that from Hamburg. So is Hamburg and Germany in general? I know there's some issues with like Ubers and stuff. Is are we if we needed to Uber or take a cab to the airport or whatever we're planning to do, would we be able to? Um, I, I'm not sure if they actually forbid Uber in Germany. Got it. You can always take a cab, I guess. And I don't know if, like in London, they have like an airport train. Oh, like a like a shuttle, like to the to the oh, airport. If the airport is uh, like on the Uber nets on the net. And then, how walkable would you say Hamburg is? Um, the important things you've got within an hour walking distance. If you are at Leichtzahle, uh-huh. it's like half an hour into the Landungsbrücken to the borders of the Elbe River. Um, and it's also close to the um, old Speicherstadt. It's like where they have storage houses, um, historic storage houses you can look at. And it's like very museum-like. Also close to the main railway stations is the Kunsthalle, like Art Hall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, within one hour, I think you can walk the yeah. Excellent. So we've arrived to <laughs> Hamburg via the late Deutsche Bahn. We're later than we expected because it's winter and they didn't see winter coming. We've stepped off and we've seen Wicked, the German version. And then we checked into the gay village with our <laughs> new gay hosts. Our female friends checked in across the way at the women-only hotel. And now we're ready to go do something. I found this thing and you'll have to tell me. Like, if you don't know about it, it's okay. But because sometimes I'll like look on TripAdvisor and find you know, interesting things to do. And there's this thing called the Miniature Wonderland. Have you heard of this? Yes. I'm, I'm not sure what it's like. I've seen it also. This is also where the Speicherstadt is, uh-huh. like the historical, uh, where they like were throwing wheat and probably salt and whatever they got in with the shit. The whole area is really pretty. And I would consider it one of the more true sticky places of Hamburg. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they have in miniature there. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to this miniature wonderland because it is located, it says, this is what it says on TripAdvisor, world's largest model railway layout located in the old but now revitalized warehouse area of Hamburg. Miniature wonderland is the world's largest model railway layout spanning three floors of an old warehouse. There's something here for everyone, even non-enthusiasts. So it's just like all these pictures are wild. It's just like a little miniature, like a whole miniature city. If if you've seen Beetlejuice, you know how he's building that like miniature version of his town. It's exactly that, but like huge. So I have to go. I think it'd be so Instagrammable, and that's what I'm going to Europe for <laughs> for Instagrammable moments. Yeah, I think you should you should take a little miniature something to put it in there. <gasps> oh, I should. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little a, a little toy doll. Oh yes, yes. And, and put it into the miniature if you can. I don't know how how close you can get to them. And like make a, a, like a little world tour in the miniature. Yeah, section. photograph exactly. Photographer all over Europe, right there in that moment. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. What's Panic City? Have you heard of Panic City? It's like a museum. I was looking at. 
I don't know. Where, where is it? Near the miniature thing? No, it says it's... Um, the Panic City is a unique multimedia experience about the life and work of Udo Lindenberg, one of Germany's most prolific, yeah, I, famous, and successful performing artists. I, I assume that would be about... Uh, because Panic Orchestra is his band. Udo Lindenberg is like what you could call a ha- very Hamburg native. Um, he has a very distinctive style of singing. Uh, like he's... Let's play some here. Yeah, I think he's like the the uh, most famous son of Hamburg. Oh wow! Okay, if you want to go to Panic City and and see about his life, you can go to Spielbudenplatz Einundzwanzig uh, through Zweiundzwanzig Clubhaus St. Pauli Zwei Zero. Try Nguyen in Hamburg. Okay, yeah. I assume that would be St. Paul. St. Pauli is basically also where the Ripperbahn is, where the round ship part of Hamburg, where the sailors would come to the brothels. And there's also one one road, I think it's called Hermannstraße, which is, uh, I couldn't go there because it's only open for men. Uh, I think the closest thing you got to that is Amsterdam then. Uh, yeah, for real. <laughs> yes. Also, there's the Panopticum, which might be interesting. What's that? It's a Vex figure exhibition. Okay, let me uh, I'm pretty sure Udo Lindenberg will be there. I think the, the most uh, international star they have is the Queen. Oh, the Queen? As uh, Queen Elizabeth, as, as a Vex figure, like in Madame Tussauds. Amazing, amazing. And this is also where all the um, musicals usually are. St. Pauli, um, the, the stage operetten house is there, and the Beatles place is there, Beatles Platz. So mm. it's like a Platz named after the Beatles. And usually this is where the musicals are. I'm looking at the website, which is panopticum, that's with a K, panopticum.de slash DE. And of course, we'll link to this in our show notes, songsofshamus.com. It's a Vax figurine cabinet, panopticum. Yes. I love it. <laughs> they have the Pope. Yeah, because he was German. <laughs> yeah. We have a wax figurine museum in L.A. that we, I came to when I was a kid. My dad took us to the wax museum. It's called the Wax Museum. They're ridiculous and kind of scary yeah. in a weird way. I'm also seeing something, um, Olivia Jones bar. Oh, I was going to say that. Who is Olivia Jones? I'm seeing her. I'm seeing Olivia her. Jones. I think Olivia Jones is a famous drag queen, a German drag queen. Oh. I assume that's like her bar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Welcome to Apple St. Pauli. I think they do some shows here, if I see correctly. Oh, okay. That's something we definitely want to do. Olivia Jones bar. Okay. Yes. Into it. Also, there's an erotic museum down there somewhere in Saint Pauli as well. Okay, I wouldn't know anything about that. Me neither. What's erotic? Erotic what? We've stepped off the late Deutsche Bahn. We've gone to see Wicked in German. We've checked into the gay village. Then we've gone, taken in the Panopticum and the Miniature Land. And we've just seen a drag performance at Olivia Jones Bar. Now we're starving. We are so hungry, Michaela. Where are we going to go? Okay, since you're already in St. Pauli, <laughs> you could go uh, to the St. Pauli fish market. I don't know if it's all every day. If you fancy fish, I'm a vegan. I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, like Hamburg traditional, being a harbor city, is like fish and maritime food. Mm-hmm. Although I think you can get like everything, Indian, Italian, mm-hmm. bubble tea, mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Um, so um, they have a multicultural cuisine. Are we talking like sushi or are we talking like just fish, like whole fish? Well, traditional German dishes like um, Scholle, Finkenwerder Art, or uh, there's some North German thing um, called Lapskaus, which is probably 
what you would get in Hamburg as the traditional thing. It's mashed potatoes and mashed, it's, everything is mashed. Uh-huh. And it has fish and I think beef and red beet. And it, it just, it's called Lapskaus. And it just looks like Lapskaus. And it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm looking at it. It looks a little bit like um, beef tartare almost with an egg on top of it and vegetables and pickles yeah, on the usually, side. Usually you have to have the egg, yeah, to yeah. make it too, yeah. So I guess that. Or fish brötchen, I think. Um, like you have a bun. Uh-huh. Like you would have a burger, but they but they serve it with fish. Fish brötchen? Fish brötchen, yeah. I imagine you would get that in Hamburg. Okay. Also, um, if you're near St. Pauli, there's uh, the Landungsbrücken, okay. which is a tourist attraction, and they have like baths at the water there. Say that again? Uh, Landungsbrücken. Landungsbrücken? Yeah, the landing bridges. Oh, okay. And this is where you can, I think you can take little trips, boat trips from there. A tourist tour around the harbor. Um, you can see the the wharfs on the other side. Hamburg is one of the few cities I think that still has working wharfs. Okay. A lot of shipbuilding was was done in Hamburg and Bremen and Bremerhaven, but the, the wharf industry basically has more or less died in Germany because the ships are built in China. Looking at these pictures of Hamburg, there are so many boats everywhere, and it is it's gorgeous. It's like all of these pictures are amazing. It is water water everywhere bridges it's a, it's a very water water based city yes you yeah. also have uh, you have the Elbe, the river um coming from czechia and going all up to the north sea and crossing hamburg and you also have like the alster uh been an an Alster. alster um if you uh, look a little bit more north on the map and you see all these little channels going through through hamburg mm-hmm I'm very excited about this. I mean, it looks it's it looks like such a big city, but still, it reminds me for some reason of Chicago. Uh, you know that it's just like water is the backbone of it. Is that going to make it extra cold? Well, it's it's the most northern city in Germany, and yeah, it might be. I don't think it's more like uh, compared to Berlin or or München or Frankfurt. It might be a little bit colder, but also wind coming in from the North Sea a little bit more moist. So maybe not cold, but more rainy. Got it. Let's look at the weather. Let's look at the weather predictions for Hamburg on that day. Hold on. Let me pull them up. How do you see that? (laughs) Oh, for those out there wondering, I go to weather.com, and then you can search by city, and I search for whatever city we're going to. So I'm searching for Hamburg. And once I find it, I go to the monthly predictions. There's like a little tab underneath that says monthly. And then I scroll down, and then I, I change it to February 2022 and see what their predictions are. Oh, this is, on, this is a March show, so I'm going to move it to March 2022. Wrong again. April 2023, specifically April 18th, 2023. The weather is supposed to be in Fahrenheit, 54 degrees high and 38 degrees low. And in Celsius, for those who don't want to do the math, or maybe you want to do the math and you just don't know how to do the math. That's erasure. I apologize. For you Celsius lovers, it's 12 degrees high, 3 degrees low. So it's not going to be as bad as it was going to be, but it's still going to be a little brisk. It's going to be okay, I think. So maybe then you can go to Planten und Blumen. Okay, what's that? That's that's my favorite, actually, to do. Uh, Well, the last shows she had were in May or in September, so it was more like spring, summer. Uh Um, But opposite of the light color, Mm -hmm. if you cross the big road, you have a park. It's called Planten und Blumen. I'm looking it up. It's a botanic garden park. Planten und Blumen has fountains, a playground, and a rink for ice skating and blading. 
Yes, and the, the, it has the botanical house, which uh-huh. is really nice, uh-huh. if you like that. Uh, also, it has a Japanese garden. Yes, I'm looking at it. I'm not sure how colorful the rest of it will be in <laughs> March, but the Japanese garden is really, really nice. And also the, the botanical garden, the, the hall is yeah. here in two and it looks gorgeous and it looks free. <laughs> and that's yeah. great. I, I love going there when when we did the meet and greets and afterwards in between the shows I would go there just oh. to have a stroll around. Just to like gather yourself. Yeah, because I love that I, I used to go to every botanical thing in London when I'm there on vacation and this is the closest to it I found mm. in Germany so far. It looks really big. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. Great. Okay, we've tasked you with the enormous responsibility of Finding a place for us to have a pre-show dinner. If we tasked you with that, what would you choose? I haven't been eating much in Hamburg. I would probably go to a vegan thing, which there are some. I was told that you can, if you're into the Indian cuisine, that would be very close to Schanzenviertel, which is like northwest of Leishalle. Mm-hmm. I would probably go to a vegan restaurant that is called Happen Happen. Happen Happen. Hoppin' Poppin'? Oh, here it is. Hoppin' Poppin'. I'm looking at it right now. Hoppin' Poppin'. Yes. I figured out that's like uh, not too far away from my color. I might go there. But around that area, there seems to be a lot of cafes, bodegas. I see a burger restaurant. I see fish from Pauli. Uh, so that might be... I think you can get everything in Hamburg. You know, I'm looking at this website, which we'll link to, of course, on our show notes, songsoftorimus.com, happycow.net. It's the best vegan restaurants in Hamburg. And there is the Vegan Eagle, which is a vegan restaurant. So everybody calm down. The gays calm down. But then there's also Hoppen Poppen on Feldstrasse 36 in Hamburg, Germany. Vegan restaurant opened summer 2013, has a living kitchen concept with a daily changing menu and various desserts. Previously at Lappenberg Saale, opened at new address from May 2017, close to U3 Feldstrasse, which is the train. Um, I had something else to get out. Oh. Um, I don't know how good it is or how fancy it is, but there is like a takeaway thing called Little Amsterdam. No. Okay, well... It's a little bit further out, and I think a takeaway mostly, but you can get... Uh, I, I read the fries are uh, superb. Okay, <laughs> well, that's just shot to the top of our list. I recently discovered, on our wrap-up episode, we recently discovered the hotel that inspired the song Hotel. So I always wonder if there's a restaurant called Little Amsterdam that inspired the song Little Amsterdam, because she says, Hominy, get it on the plate, girl. So it's obviously it's a restaurant. So I have to eat at every little Amsterdam I come across. And when you say takeaway, does that mean like you have to go pick it up or do they deliver? I'm not sure how they do it anyway with Corona. Usually they have or like pick up things now because right now they have to close everything or you have to show you that you're vaccinated. So, um... Oh, this is cute. And let me tell you, people, I'm looking at these pictures. This is cute. And there's the first picture I see is a long table, which is exactly what you want when you're at a Torimus pre-show dinner. You want to see a long table in an establishment. <laughs> you want 10 chairs on one side and a long bench on the other. Um, this looks great. Thank you for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I read somewhere they like build it out from a toilet house. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Delicious. Yes, it's, it's one of Hamburg's prettiest outdoor cafes, Little Amsterdam. Yeah. It's called at the Eastbeck Canal. Eastbeck sounds, sounds very Dutch to me. And it says uh, directly at the Eastbeck Channel, the Little Amsterdam conjures up the wonderful holiday feeling that you get in the nice cafes in the graft. I don't know what grass are the channels in the Netherlands. Um, so, yes, honest drink, 
creative beers and rare wines. Yeah, it looks so cute. It says, we have been here for just a drink. There's a review online that says, we have been here for just a drink and sat outside, but you can even have lunch over here. Nice spot near the water. Relax and watch people who pass by bike, car, or who are just walking. Friendly staff. Four stars. Yeah. Okay, so we've... Yeah. I think I might check that one out as well. Yeah, I ha- yeah, no, absolutely. 100% on that one. So we've hopped off late off the Deutsche Bahn. <laughs> we've stopped in to see Wicked in Deutsch. We've then checked into the gay village and said hello to the ladies across from the Leishalle in their women-only hotel. Then we hopped over to Olivia Jones Bar for a drink, went to stop by the Erotic Museum just because it was there, and then we ate at Hoppin' Poppin'. Now it's the next day, and it's the day of the show. We head over to the venue, and I have an honest question. What we do at the show is that we talk to people. You know, we interview people before and after the show. The German people intimidate me. Am I going to be able to find anybody to interview? Or are they going to say, get out of my face? I don't know how many Germans are listening to the show. Uh-huh. I think some. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe that, I think if I'm trying to, I think people like to talk about touring. Yeah, that's what I found. They're going to be nice. Yes. I just don't want to be like, I just don't want to be the American that comes over with a microphone, you know, and like points it at people. <laughs> I don't want to be Billy Eichner. I think you can like, separate the ones uh, who, who know the podcast from yeah. the others. Okay. I, I think you shouldn't have any problems. Okay, thank God. If you're not, you have my number, call me. <laughs> that's what I'm figuring. Like, I'm wondering if I should just stick to the people from this, like from these episodes, like stick to the people I know. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be warm and inviting. I'm sure the Germans are lovely. I've always wanted to go to Germany. I'm so grateful that i get to go to four different stops in germany six what are we doing after the show we've gone through all of this we've seen an amazing show in hamburg because the last two tours at least the last two tours if not more and i know the 98 hamburg show was phenomenal i had that bootleg for that was like one of my first bootlegs (gasps) yes it's so good um and it was such good quality because she was on the radio too so she always busts it out in hamburg what are we doing after the show what can people do is it is it like post-show drinks? Is there like a nice coffee shop afterwards? Like what are people going to be able to do? Is that maybe when we should go to Olivia Jones Bar? Yeah, I think that's more like the time that you go to St. Pauli or go to St. Georg to Langerelle and have a drink. I think these are more like the nighttime activities, uh-huh. going to Ripperbahn, going to uh, St. Pauli to the bath or to St. Georg where the Langerelle is. I think when we get out, we cry a little bit. Oh, to cry a little bit? Yeah, because the settlers was so good. Yeah, yeah. After the show, save some time to cry. I agree with that. I agree with that, honey. Yes. And I think that would be like the place where you can take your microphone because people are euphoric. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's the post show. They have the end of things. Yeah, they just have like a, no filter and they're ready to like talk about everything. Yes. And that's the best part, documenting the show, especially when it's an amazing show. I've been listening back to last season to try to remember what, you know, how to do it. Listening to those old episodes is great great to hear people just like high when the show is amazing you know people just like so excited to talk about it i think everyone has an endorphin rush then mm-hmm. yeah and that would be the time to catch them with the microphone yeah during the endorphin rush maybe then the whole uh posse can go to the bar yeah and then we'll go to olivia jones what's your request we might as well just manifest your request right now what's your request i would love to hear metal of water Wood. oh yeah right so good and from the older ones, I, I always want Father Lucifer. And if she has a band, I also like to hear Do It Again. Mm, oh, that's a good one. With a heavy drum. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then she should do it again and do it again and do it again. <laughs> yeah, every night. It, beca- it becomes a staple. If we're going to manifest it, we might as well manifest it every night. <laughs> I agree. I love that song. Finally, last question. Is there any warnings or anything we need to know about Hamburg? 
before we get there? If you're an architecture lover, go over the Brahmsplatz into the Brahmskontor. Brahmsplatz into the Brahmskontor. Contour. Contour. Yeah, last time I found that one by chance because I had to go through the toilet and there was a coffee. <laughs> Sometimes you find the <laughs> best went, architecture on the way to the toilet. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, and I, I went in and I didn't look left and right because I had to go through the toilet. And when I came out, I noticed how beautiful this house is. It's like an art deco foyer and the whole architecture in the foyer is incredible. And this is worth it if you if you like have half an hour with nothing else to do and you are near Leifstalle, this is one thing you can look at. It's very, very pretty. And I think not many people know it. That's like an insider. Oh, great. Good. How Instagrammable yeah. is it? Very, very. I took photos of the foyer uh-huh. and I got asked by the agency if they could use it as a, um, a Christmas card. Oh, lovely. That's great. Yeah, because I was shooting away. Oh, can I go here? Can I go there? And then the the portier, do you say portier? Uh-huh. Down there, he was very nice. Yeah, look at our golden elevator and look at our spiral staircase and go here and look at everything. <laughs> Great. So you have you got a good eye on you. And you're a wedding photographer, right? A portrait in general. A portrait. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Tell us where we can find you online if everybody wants to follow your adventures. Where can they follow you? Mm-hmm. Well, my main account on Instagram is grinsekatcom. Grinsekatcom, that is G-R-I-M-S-E-K-A-T-Z-C-O-M. Follow Michaela at grinsekatcom on Instagram, which we'll link to, of course, in our show notes. This has been such a delightful conversation. I had no, I had nothing. I had no expectations. I knew nothing about Hamburg. I can't wait to eat at Little Amsterdam. That's 1,000% going to happen, people. This has been a great conversation. Thank you for enlightening us all. Okay, I hope to see you in Amsterdam and you say morning to me. Yes, I, I will. And will you please speak on our after show? Yes, of course. Okay, great. I want to capture your impressions of the concert. Have a wonderful evening and we'll talk in we'll talk in Hamburg. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.
Tour All Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoryamus.com.